0: Welcome to the Rubber League Lunch Hour, I'm Drew Dabbs, your host and joined by Josh McAllister who does a little bit for Rubber League and also does a bit uh, for JDG Media as well. Uh, welcome to the show again, James has gone having a, a Christmas dinner somewhere out there in the world. He, he came in, in an, a posh suit before, it's probably the, the, the smartest I've ever seen uh, James dressed in his ways of a Christmas dinner. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully he can still fit in the suit after the dinner and he op- <laughs> I hope he doesn't fill himself too much um, But we're going to be talking all things Super League uh, and the Championship in particular uh, Today we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, the international scene as well It's it's December now, uh, so we're, we're in that period of year where it goes a little bit quiet uh, on the news scene But I think we've still got plenty of news to discuss uh, so we'll get straight into it. The the news coming out this morning, Josh, that Lee have confirmed the signing of uh Jared Summer from Wigan for the twenty twenty season. Uh what do you make of that sign? A very good sign, isn't it? He's a good player. I don't think he ever got his chance to shine at Wigan, uh but
1: everyone's seen the magic that he can produce. The other question now is who's your half back partnership in Italy? Because they've got they've got four, I think, now. Uh so who do you choose? Does he does he partner up with Woods? Or you know, they they spoil for choice a little bit in some of their positions. I think Lee. I think they they like to sign one or two too many in certain positions. But Jared Simon's obviously going to be in the start of thirteen. He's going to have to start, isn't he? Because for the championship, he's going to be magic. Yeah,
0: uh, I think I think has has got to start. He'll, he will be competing for halfback spots uh, against Josh Will Do sign on a season-long loan for a second season from Wigan. Um, Martin Ricciardo obviously a league fans favourite and Ben Reynolds helps, as well who yeah. obviously spent a couple of seasons at Lee and re- returned to the Centurions last season from Wakefield I, I don't know who you, who you start with there from, from them four because they're both all four, oh, four, four of, of them. If, if you put two of them four together you, you wouldn't complain would you especially in the Championship I think, you, I think you're right in what you're saying is it, You've got to start Samut because I think, he's a, I think he, he provides that magic, doesn't he, in Super League. So I think in the Championship he'll be even better. Uh, I really enjoy watching him a couple of years back for London Broncos. So I think Samut's got to start at 7. Six. And I'd pro- be edging towards Ridyard or oh, Woods as my 6. I'd probably go with Josh Woods with to him. start over over Ridyard. Uh, just because I think Wolves has got a lot, a lot of potential, uh, and I think Wolves could could be a Super League player for years to come. Do you think he'll get a chance at Wigan? It, you know, it, it all depends, doesn't it, on the future of Jackson Hastings, really? Uh, because Jackson Hastings could potentially be at Wigan for four or five years, and in that case, Wolves might not get his chance. Or if uh, Hastings has a, a brilliant year with Wigan in Super League, maybe wins the the Man of Steel again, wins. Uh, some silverware with the Warriors and then gets picked up by an NRL club. We all know that his ambition is to go back to the NRL one day. So if he does go back to the NRL next year, then after a, another solid year in the Championship, could Woods then take a starting jersey at Wigan? Because obviously Tommy Lillowye as well um, is, is not getting any younger as well at Wigan. So there will be a half-back spot there in in one or two years' time. Uh, and I think, I think Woods is capable of doing it. He's a, he's a wise head he's an old head isn't he on young shoulders um, I think which you don't really see too often these days
1: a little frustrated in the fact that he spent all last season on loan at the and then the season before that he spent on dual registration with Swinton and he made a couple of weekend starts mm. so if you're the play and you see that you, you're progressing and then you see your club making signs like Denton Haysen you just start to doubt yourself and think well do I have to look for somewhere else for 2021 because clearly he's not getting all does he, does he just stick with it and hope that he can get a starting spot. Maybe he can impress Willie and Wigan keep an eye. On keeps an eye on him, and then he starts in twenty twenty one.
0: Yeah, possibly. But I, th- I think obviously with George Williams leaving Wigan, they needed to bring in a superstar because Tommy Lulawai, he does he does everything, all the basics well, uh, but he doesn't provide that spark that Williams does or what Hastings does. So I think Wigan needed to go out and buy that. Um, but Tommy Lulawai is a, a great um, defender. Uh, and I think that's what Wigan like about Tommy Lui. He's one of the best defensive halfbacks in the competition. I know a halfback is primarily uh, meant to to attack with the ball, um, but I think uh, in defence Tommy Lui is one of the best halves in the, in the game. And uh, news coming out of Perpignan as well this morning that Catalans have confirmed that they have released uh, halfback Matty Smith from his contract. I think it was 16 games he played for the Dragons last year. Uh, following his move from Saints, He's, he originally signed a two-year deal uh, with Kath Lans but has been released now. So obviously he had one left, one year left to run uh, on his contract. What do you make of that? Where next? I saw
1: a few comments. I think on your post, Wakefield fans wanting him, but at Wakefield you've already got Hampshire, Bruff, and Miller. So mm. if he goes to Wakefield, where does he fit in? The problem is, I think Super League clubs are now. You know, all right now with the halfbacks. I think everyone, every club's now got their halfback partnership. So, the question you've got to ask about Matty Smith is where next? Mm. Championship? Uh, well, well you, the, the guest before this morning you, would have been Lee. but you've you got like to think it.
0: with Matty Smith, surely he's not going, going to go to League. Well, you don't he's, need five. It would be the fifth partner. halfback. Um, the thing is now with Matty Smith, I think all the Super League clubs, like you say, have done the business for, for 2020 regarding the halfback spots I don't. He's, he obviously wants to, to have a starting position at the club. That's why he's left Catalans because he's not going to be getting over James Malone and Josh Drinkwater there next year. Uh, and they've got a couple of um, young halfbacks coming through the system as well. Um, so he obviously wants first team opportunities. Will he find that in Super League? The only team I can really think of where he could possibly go to is Toronto. But I think he'd have to work, work his way in. Could he, could he work his way all the, over Josh, uh, Josh McCrone, do you
1: think? I hate Josh McCrone. I know, I know yeah. some people don't, some people do. I think he's all right. But, yeah, in terms of Toronto, it's not a bad shout that to be fair. Um, but I, he'd have to, I don't think he'd, he'd walk into Toronto and start in the 6 or 7 I think he'd have to have a pretty good yeah. season with yeah. them. Maybe wait his chance till, you know around 4 or 5. Or maybe hope that well not hope, but maybe an injury would see him be put in. But I think it's gonna to be tougher him to get an any Super League side now with with coming to
0: December, it's a pretty bad time I think to leave a club. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of where else he could go. Um could he be, obviously he was once a Salford player, could he return to Salford do you think? But then again they've got who, who have they got Kevin Brown. Toulalli here, who can all here in the halves and they're going to be the starting half back, aren't
1: Yeah. Unless you've put who, who would the end of fullback? The only thing is you put two of your full back, Mike Smith. Well, they've got nine um, levels. Nine oh, levels. Nine it's levels, really yeah. So he wouldn't he so you know, wouldn't. So you, you, again, wherever he goes, he's going to have to fight for that starting yeah. position because by this time, every club's got their half back partnership. If you're not got it by now, you're, you're
0: pretty panicking. Yeah. Pretty and, and when you look at the Championship, there's only a couple of full time teams in the Championship. Yeah. Obviously, Lee've got full time, but he's not going to go to Lee when he's got four half backs. London well, Broncos. They're a full-time team. Yeah, he,
1: he could, unless he takes the pay cut and goes part-time. If, if that's what he, want, if he wants a starting spot at a club, and then he'll have to take a pay well, cut, maybe. We were speaking about
0: it, about it in the office this morning, weren't with we, The witness are, are probably looking for an half-back as well, uh, but obviously they're, they're a part-time team this year. Um, I, th- I think he could build up a pretty good combination with uh, Danny Craven in the house of the Vikings. Uh, he's a St. Helens lad, he's Matty Smith, so obviously that's not too far from Widness. So, would he be prepared for the final couple of couple of years of his contract to to maybe drop down to a part time wage and, and think about the future but also apply his trade uh, at Widness? I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know where the, the next destination is for, for Matty Smith, but uh, he's a great guy off the field to be honest. He's a, he's a great role model, does everything. Uh, by the book, he's very professional in what he does. So um, yeah, I, I hope he can find it. I hope he can find a, a
1: club uh, pretty soon. He's a good player, and I think even at his time at Wigan, he was all right. His kicking game was good. I think he was he organised the team well. I thought he was a good player, and then it just sort of after he left Wigan, it dipped from there, didn't he? And he's never really found a place he can call home. Never mm. found a starting spot. So it is it's gonna to be tough for him, and I imagine the next couple
0: of weeks, him and his agent are gonna be. Working as hard as they can to find full time, part time. Uh, Louis Banks uh, has put the first comment in. If you want us to discuss anything at all uh, on the Rugby League lunch hour, uh, just put your comments in. Uh, we'll, we'll try and answer your questions the best we can. Louis said, Do you think it's, uh, it's right that Kevin Sinfield uh, is the right man to look look over English Rugby League? It seems that everything he touches at the moment goes backwards, no experience in coaching or management. And he walks into two high-profile jobs at Leeds in England, and both have gone backwards. Uh, do you agree? You look at it and you you can't disagree with that, can you? He's
1: gone to gone, he went to Leeds and Leeds didn't do as well as maybe they could have. He's gone internationally and again internationally it doesn't look as solid as it could have been. But at the same time, everyone knows he's got a smart head. He's got experience in rugby league, so it's a tough one. I think maybe he's the escape goat uh, because
0: they're doing so badly, I think, I think that there's a tough one. Like, you see both sides of it. Well, I'll answer the question in a slightly different way. I don't think it should be in two high-profile jobs. Um, I don't think it, I don't think it. Kevin Sinfield should be the director of rugby at Leeds and the director of rugby at the RFL because I think there is a slight conflict of interest. So I think he might it might be one or two days a week at the RFL, um, and I think that's a job that needs full time. Um, focus really um, I think I think it, uh, especially considering on the <laughs> the disastrous GB tour that, we, that we've just witnessed uh, over in the Southern Hemisphere I think it should it should, should put one or the other really to it to concentrate on and put his sole focus in because I imagine for, for Kevin it's a pretty stressful job uh, well Jobless jobs well. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I assume it being at Leeds and being under the, the, the crisis that the Rhinos have been in over the last year or two, that it's been quite difficult on him and it's put a lot of weight on his shoulders. And obviously the, the England and Great Britain stuff will only add to that. Um, I, I, I don't think it's the reason why. I don't think Kevin Sinfield's the reason why Leeds have gone backwards though, No, I think. That, I, think go, though, yeah. I think the reason why Leeds have gone backwards is they've they've had legends come come through playing at Leeds all the career. Or most of their career, and they they've left the club, or they've retired. Um, Rob Barrow and Danny Maguire in 2017, obviously they they went out on a high. They won the grand final. They beat Cardiff at Old Trafford. Uh, and they went out on a high. It was a, a, a great story for the for the club back then. But obviously they've not replaced them leaders. And Danny Ma- Danny McGuire is a is a magician, isn't he? Of of Super League, he's one of the greatest. Um, British players to come out of the game in the last fifty years, uh, and robber all the same. Um, so they've not replaced them. You go back a couple more years when Simfield was still playing. Simfield, Kylie Lulawai left. Uh, Jamie Peacock left. There's there's five big leaders there that we've just named who've have, who've have left the Rhinos in recent years, and I just don't think they've recovered from from losing all all of those players. And, and obviously Jamie, Jamie Jones Buchanan's now retired. Uh, this year, um, so th- you, you there are have big, big gaps to fill at heavenly yeah. and you've not done it. And
1: you haven't seen that sort of change at any of the clubs. You know that like Liggins, Sean Lockland's still there. They've still got a leader. You've not sort of seen that change at any of the clubs. To see how they've be impacted. If it happened to another club and they managed to retain where they were the season before without the big names, then you start to t- say, "Oh, Leeds should be doing better." But because they're the one of the few clubs that have had so many big players leave in recent years, then. The pressure's on them, and obviously you say there's loads of youngsters coming through. Talent youngsters, they just need that leader that they've lost a over the past few years. Yeah,
0: true. Uh, so just to wrap up on on Louis's question about Kimmy Seinfeld, I don't think he should be in too high profile jobs. I, I don't think he should be the director of bit uh, at the RFL and uh, of Leeds. I think he should put one or the other focus on one, uh, and I think he'll find it much easier um, just focusing on one than rather than trying to balance them both at the same time. Um, Cameron Winstanley also says should Wayne Bennett carry on as coach of England slash Great Britain and if not who do you want in to get the job obviously we discussed this last week Cameron but we'll discuss it it again (laughs) uh, this week I'll put my um, two pennies worth in uh, to start I don't think Wayne Bennett should carry on as England or Great Britain coach Uh, I think it's time for a, a new leader uh, I think he's he's took England pretty far since he came into his, into his role in 2016. Obviously, we, England reached the the World Cup final in 2017, uh, but the the Lions tours it was woeful, wasn't it? Uh, the, the tour, it, losing four out of four games. Uh, it was a, a very very disheartening tour. I just think it's time for a, a new man, and I think that man. He's Sean Way. Um, he's not in a job at the moment, uh, a full-time job that is. Uh, and I think he'd jump at the chance to to coach his country. See, I'm on the fence. The past couple of
1: weeks, I said I'm, I I I thought Wayne Bennett would be kept on, given the job. But I'm on the fence. I, I wouldn't be too disappointed if he got kept on because of his experience. You know, he, he got he's got England places. I think you've seen them develop develop over him. He's he's got experience in the NRL. He's a quality coach. I think maybe his assist, I don't know what it is, but obviously it's clear for all that he doesn't know too much about the Super League, so I don't know if that's up to him or his assistants to sort of inform him and say, look, these are the plays in the Super League, these are the players you need to start playing, not just NRL because they've got the experience they play there. Um, but at the same time, if Sean Wayne was to be the man to, uh, to take over, then I don't think anybody could be too disappointed because you know what you bring. But I, don't, I just don't think Wayne
0: Bennett watches enough for Super League. Well that's what I mean, so I don't know if it's up to him or his
1: assistants to say, look these are the players in the Super League, you have to start playing these, them. or maybe Wayne Bennett doesn't listen, but it's, it's up to someone in that in that coaching room to say, look these are the players in the Super League that are playing better than the NRL players. I know they play in the NRL, which is the best competition, but these are the players you need to start playing. Yeah. So someone obviously has to take control of that, because Wayne Bennett at the minute is Picking on experience rather than form, isn't it? Yeah, but he
0: seems to be very loyal with his picks as well. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. Um, is. I personally thought Ryan Sutton um, of the Canberra Raiders should have been picked this year. I think he's had a fantastic season in the NRL. Um, and obviously, Wayne Bennett didn't choose to pick him for whatever reason, but he, but he picked Ryan Hall, who I think it was made six appearances for the Roosters yeah. last season. Struggled he's in the international call.
1: Yeah. Struggled with injuries at the start of the season, didn't play many games, but because of his experience and what he's seen on him before, that's why he's picked him hasn't he rather yeah. before. So that's what I mean. I think it's up to someone in that staff. Maybe even if Wayne joins the coaching staff and says to him, Look, well, these are the players we know can play well in the Super League. But
0: what what do you think, like a Regan Grace, thinks when you see when, when you consider how, how well Regan Grace has performed for Saints this year, how many tries he's scored, his pace, his footwork, his finishing, uh, and he's, he's won the competition with Saints, uh, been named in the, the Super League Dream Team, but then he's overshadowed so, by yeah. someone who's, who's literally played six first team Games this season, it's
1: disheartening, isn't it? Because I think that was the, one of the most controversial calls in the in the Great Britain lineup in, in the squad is that he wasn't picked. And I think everyone, you know, fans from Wigan, Leeds, uh, anyone that wasn't a Sounds fan saw that saw the form and the talent that he displayed in 2019. So he should have been there. And I, I don't know if that will motivate him for, if there is a next time for Great Britain, motivating him to say, right, next time I am going to get picked or or someone. Again, in the coaching staff has to tell look, tell Wayne Bennett, look, you can't pick Ryan All because he's played six games, or maybe next year he plays ten games. Over Regan Grace, who's played almost every game and, and, and scored almost every game as well. He's a talented player. Uh, so there's there's something's gone gone wrong in the in the coaching staff,
0: hasn't it? So so are you, are you saying so, Wayne Bennett to keep his job to answer Cameron's question? You can't sit on the fence here, uh, Josh. Bennett, go- unless it's
1: only Wayne. I, I can only see Wayne taking him further than Bennett what would my comment would be on that?
0: What's on Bennett out? What are you saying? for, only for You sound Wade. like a politician either. Come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go Bennett out waiting. I'll go, oh. go on. he's yeah, changed his opinion. opinion. Change since last week, he will the feel
0: it to me. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, Mitch says that Regan Grace and Liam Watts uh, should have both gone. Uh, completely agree with you there Mitch. Uh, Mitch also asks, us, uh, any predictions for the championship? Say the top three. We'll go for top five because obviously that's the playoff format in the championship. I think we discussed this as well last week, but uh, because Mitch has asked, we'll, we'll discuss it again. I think I'm going to change my. Well. Mitch, I can't, I can't, I can't give you the order in in which they'll finish in the top five. I'll give you, I'll give you the five teams who I think will finish the so uh, making, in twenty twenty. I think I think Lee will g- gain game promotion. Uh they've done some very, very good business over the offseason. I think they've still got a couple of signings to make as well. Um I think a re- real shrewd signing for the for the Centurals is Craig Muller on a season long loan from uh, Wigan. Um not a lot of people will know will know anything about him because he's I think he's only played three first team games for Wigan. We uh, have played a lot of, at dual registration at Swinton, can play full-back wing, centre, half-back, he's even played rocker for Wigan's first team. Uh, I think he'll add a lot to, to the Centurions next season. I think if he, if he can nail down a starting spot, then I think uh, we can really st- see him to, to start to flourish. I think he'll be, be targeting that number one shirt, to, to be honest, um, in 2020. I, I think they'll get promotion, the rest of the five, I think York have recruited very well. I've got to put York in there. Big fan of James Ford, the coach as well. Uh, he's done a terrific job at the Knights. They do good stuff on and off the field, don't they? Uh, so there's two teams of my five. Who else am I going with? If you watch York, they do. They're not. I don't,
1: in my opinion, I don't think they're the flashiest team. I don't think the half backs or, or, or the back line are the flashiest team, but they do the simple things, right? They make little mistakes, they complete the sets, they get the kick away. And eventually, when the opposition's tired, then they make the make their breaks and they score their tries. I think they do the very small things very right, and I think that's what helps in their championship because the squad isn't it's talented, but there's, there's no one in that squad that, a, a big, big, big name, is there? Yeah. There is at Lee or Toulouse, but because they did the little things right and they work together yeah. as a team, that's what helps them. That's what's what had helped them
0: finish that. There's a couple of big names off for, for next season: there James, is, yeah. James there is. Green, Chris Clarkson. Yeah. They've made a couple more, but the yeah, games Hansen,
1: James Green will sharp Jimmy Kynos, obviously. Jimmy who, yeah, you know, And a lot of people said he, sh- he could be playing in the Super League. Germany International. Um,
0: <laughs> uh, I'll say Featherstone as well. They've made some good yeah. signings. Uh, London and Toulouse. Not, uh, not, not I don't much know which order, no. don't ask me which order, but I've said me five Lee, York, Toulouse, London, Featherstone. Obviously, Featherstone have signed Brett Ferris and um, Jake Sweeten as well from, from Castle who's uh, a good little half-back. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Feather uh, surprised me last season. I know it's a different coach with James Webster for 2020 compared to Ryan Carr last season, but uh, they did surprise me. They wiped my eye last season because I think I predicted them to finish like seventh or something like that. Uh, but they, they went on and played some very good uh, good rugby uh, obviously they got into the playoffs last season. Yeah, I like the look of uh, To lose, very entertaining team to watch, but the only thing to lose, is it's like Catalan's in Super League, it's that away from uh, what they struggle with. So if they can touch that up somehow, um, then they could be serious contenders to gain promotion um, to Super League. I, I'd like to see them in Super League, I think it'd be great to have two French teams and it'd be good go for the TV deal as well. Uh, because obviously more money for for rugby league is better than anything uh, that we can imagine at the moment. It's, oh, we've got a co- comments off Joshua Beckett saying no witness in the top five. I reckon it will just squeeze in.
1: So, that- there won't be the top five you said. i completely agree with with the change that I think Toulouse will win the championship next year. Okay. I think the the team they've already had Mark Corella, Jonathan Ford. Uh, a, a few other players have got are very talented. Then they've added the likes of Harrison, Hanson, Frank, Winterstein Jai J- Hitchcocks. I think next year, it, as you say, if they can sort out the form home and away, um, then I think that they're. I think the second favourites in the betfred. See, I was awesome. thinking. I
0: was thinking about putting winners in in the five. Then, but I just don't think. I don't know actually. They've got they've got some quality players, Jack Owens and Danny Craven are two top champion, top end championship players, aren't they? Uh, Logan, Logan Tompkins as well has his joined the yeah, Vikings for twenty twenty. They've got they've retained the Chaplow brothers, so I think they've got a decent squad. They've, I like Jake Sperrin as well, the centre who they've signed. It's a tough one. Kenny Baker's obviously done a very good job at North Wales over the last couple of seasons.
1: I think they're a team where if they finish top 5 you sure. wouldn't be surprised and if they finish outside the top 5 again you wouldn't be surprised. They're a team that you can't really judge on obviously. They've got you know, one of the best coaches in the game, Tim team Sheen, leading the way. Uh,
0: maybe if they sign Mike Smith. Actually, I'll make an amendment. <laughs> I'll make an amendment. You're going to them out for York. Witness in, Featherstone <laughs> out. That's what I like. Just because of Tim Sheens. Tim Sheens has swung it there for me. Um, Go on Sheens. Yeah, I think Witness will squeeze in Josh. Josh, you've persuaded me there. Witness <laughs> Witness are in the top, in my top five for the championship. <laughs> um, Mitch has said, got to agree with your five, but that was before <laughs> I said <sent laughs> Witness in, Featherstone out. Um, yeah, so, so I think that'll be my five. Are you still sticking with? Yeah, you're the original five. I think with Duluth, uh, Lee, York, Tennessee. London... I think Witness will Josh of himself. Um Uh yeah, I think Witness just managed to squeeze in but I don't I can't <laughs> see them uh, challenging for for, for promotion oh, this year. Just that I just think the, the squad is a good squad but it, I think it's just a little bit too young. Uh, for 2020 promotion but hey we'll we'll see former Hulk R prop Harry Bartles joined York on trial terms uh, and also former Castleford uh, Wakefield and uh, Hullersfield prop Craig Hubies announced his retirement from the game uh, 33 years of age, had a pretty good career as well Um, in Yorkshire (laughs) he's not moved anywhere else but Yorkshire Matt Frawley, the Hullersfield halfbacks returned to Australia, Josh Okay, didn't he have a two-year deal,
1: Huddersfield fans, maybe some Super League fans expecting big things. I think he signed from Canterbury Bulldogs um, and then he's just not delivered, has he? Um, I don't know what it is, uh, maybe it's settling in, in it, you know, with the other side of the world, maybe a, a different sort of playing style, but he's just not settled in, has he? I think it's three, three tries I think he scored and I think if you look on the stats, I don't think he makes it in the top 20 for try assists, which is, is your halfback, you need, you need them to be the one producing those assists. Uh, so he, as obviously he's not just settled in but you know we I, I wish for the best of him. hopefully we see him in the, in the NRL in a couple of years or wherever he ends up apparently he's gone to Australia he's continued playing career so
0: maybe he'll go to one of those level cups and make his way up yeah I can't see him playing in the NRL uh, anytime time soon <laughs> Rieslin has been given the inaugural uh, RFL President's Award in recognition of his mentoring work with young offenders I didn't even know he worked with young offenders until uh, yesterday, when the, the award was uh, revealed, but fair player to Eastland, making Wakefield uh, proud. Uh, we've picked out the top six fullbacks in the 2019 Super League season, headlined by Lachlan Coote. It's got to be. Brian Hampshire of Wakefield. Yeah, one of their standout players last year. Wigan Zach Hardacre. Well, well, former London halfback now, yeah. now Wakefield uh, fullback, sorry. Uh, Alex Walker, Scotland International, now levels of Latvian descent, England Knights International, uh, also on the list. I Jack Walker, <laughs> England Knights International, also on the list. What do you make of that list, John? Can't argue with it, can you? Can't argue. A lot of people win, yeah. were wondering that the from Ratchford were on it. Um, I don't think he play enough games Warrington. to be. I, a I just, this is why I didn't include him in the list. I just I, he had a, a lengthy spell where he was out injured. Uh, didn't he and that's why I didn't include him I'm not saying he's not in the top 6 halfbacks on his day but that's why uh, I didn't include him Chris Robinson says who will be relegated from Super League Jason Durkin also says lead to go up this year in his opinion strong team uh, with more to come in I'm told yeah uh, I completely agree with you Jason it's like you've been listening to the first half an hour uh, because (laughs) my money is only going going up to Super League uh, next season uh, Cameron, Cameron Wentz on the ads. Apologies if it was covered last week. Most influential new signing, think Maloney will have a massive impact. Most influential Most signing, influential. super. Agencies put, us on, the, put us on the the spot. There, Aiden Caesar will have a big impact yeah. at the Giants' morning. Yeah, if they finish top, if they can finish top half, top six. But, but I also think that we're going to been crying out for a world class prop for a number of years. Have they got that? And I think I think they've got that in George Burgess. No, I think I think George Burgess because it could have a, a big impact on the Warriors next season, um, on and off the field. Obviously, we're, we're gonna have got a lot of young forwards: Liam Burnley, Partington, Morgan Smithies. they have got a, a lot of good young forwards coming through, uh, but I think they need uh, a world class player to to learn from. And I think George Burgess is just that, like whatever he is, 15 times, 16 times at England international. Uh, Played over 100 games in the NRL for for South Sydney Rabbitohs, Uh, I think he could could make a big impact, but Hull have made so many good signings as well. Their forward pack I think is going to be one of the best. Manu Mau, he will make an impact because he's he's absolutely frightening isn't he, Uh, he's He's big, he's he's scary, he can put a a good hit on, Uh, I think he'll make a, a big, big impact for Hull. I'd like well, to see James Maloney do really well at Catalan Dragons because it's always nice to
1: see Catalan Dragons do well. It's just again, it's getting that away from him, But James Maloney is a top class player, isn't he? He, he was he was great in the NRL. But still, he was still. It's not like he's well. I know he's getting on a little bit, but he was still playing week in week out at the NRL, and he's a quality player. So if he can just
0: replicate that at the Catalan Dragons, I think he'll be very influential. Sonny Bill Williams, oh, of course. How yes. come if we get Bill Williams as well? Impacts it it well, on and off the field, ball for the game. We've seen uh, press from New Zealand, press from Australia come all the way over just to speak to Sonny Bill about his move to Toronto Wolfpack. There's not many rugby league players who will be unveiled as a signing at the Emirates Stadium, home of Arsenal uh, in London, to a packed press room. Sonny Bill's got to make a a massive impact on and off the field. He'd be the obvious choice for me to... To, to make the, the biggest impact in 2020 on and off the field. Everyone knows who Sonny Bill is. Everyone want, wants to be like Sonny Bill. Every, every young player wants to be like uh, Sonny Bill. Uh, so he'd be my obvious choice, but other choices, I think George Burgess is a shrewd signing for Wigan. Uh, Manny Mou as well for, for Hull. Maloney, uh, massive signing for Catalans. I think I, I think there's a lot, lot to be excited about for, for Super League 2020. There's been a lot of good signings. I heard a prediction this week um, of one of my friends
1: who predicted Toronto to finish top three. No way. Now I told him I'd say it out loud on this to see your no reaction. Way. So uh, I said to him, I think he's he must have uh,
0: he, no. Oh, whatever he's been. <laughs> uh, Chris, Robbie, you agree. Chris Robinson says who will be relegated from Super League next year. Ma ma, I'm I'm going straight in for Hulky R. Yeah, if, in terms of their recruitment compared to everyone else's recruitment, it has to be Hulky R, doesn't it? Yeah, Hulky R, uh, I think Huddersfield. I said it last week. Huddersfield have recruited very well uh, over the last, well, over the off season. Sorry, and um, I think those signings are, are far better than Hulky R's. Uh, but then again, can I see a, Hul- a Hul- well a Tony Smith side? being I see, relegated yeah, yeah. I don't but at this moment in time I think Hull have got the weakest team in Super League compared to, to the bottom four rivals shall we say in Toronto uh, Huddersfield um, who else is the Hull FC Wakefield. Wakefield, Castleford.
1: I I worry about Wakefield next year. Do you? Yeah, I think they'll be down there. I think if this is going to be a relegation battle, it's going to be between Wakefield and Hull uh, KR. The you past. Reckon? Yeah, a couple of years ago, I, predi- I I was quite, I was impressed with Wakefield. I thought they were going to finish top, top, top. Um, well, not top of the Super League, but up high. Top, 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 up high. And I think this this year coming up 2020, they're going to struggle. I think with Hull KR, I think them two are going to be the ones battling out. Really? Yeah. Well, controversial.
0: There you go. He's not sitting on the fence anymore. i <laughs> just I'm I'm he, it. Yeah. He's just Morris McAllister. Dom, Hunt. Is Bevan French top try score A question mark. It, it depends where he plays. Who's playing? Uh, come on. I, I think Bevan French will be a nice little um, option to put, put a little bet on um, for Man I, fa- I, I think, think we, we did a fans, piece on yeah, on the Manasseh right, odds a, cu- uh, a couple of months back and, and they were very good at, I think he was 25 to 1 or something like or maybe 33 to 1 or something like that it was pretty high odds compared to like Jackson Hastings and Blake Austin Gareth Winnipeg etc and James Maloney I, I fancy you? if I'm a friend for Manasseh if he plays fullback for Wigan uh, as Zach could moves to centre I think Bevan French because uh, he gets fans off off the seats uh, and that's what people like that's what the voters will like I think he could be a nice little option for Man of Steel for top try scorer uh, as Dom Hunt asks uh, for me it's where
1: he plays because obviously they're giving Zach the number one spot Zach Ardacre was Wiggins.
0: Yeah, but Ar- Arick, last season. If you remember Hardik was at Wigan last season and he didn't get the number one shirt Morgan Esqueray got the number one shirt I don't think you can read too much into shirt numbers. numbers But
1: he, he was the, one of the Wigan's best players last season so why would you then make him <laughs> <laughs> How can you then drop well you wouldn't drop him as such but you'd change his position and we all know he can play centres he's played centres in his career he went and played centre in the NRL with a pair of Panthers so he can play the centres but it's hard to see If you're looking from the outside, it's hard to see why you would change his position when he played so well in 2019 for Wigan. But at the same time, Ben French hasn't left the NRL to come over to the Super League, probably on big money, to either sit on the bench to be an impact player in the 40th minute, 50th minute, or to start in the centres himself. I think he came over to be fullback. so if you read into that, I I think think he's going to start. If Wigan are paying big money for him, he's not going to want to sit on the bench, is is he? I can't
0: imagine he came over cheap. You're exactly right there, Josh. Uh, Joshua Beckett says, Hastings will be very influential if he carries over his Salford form. It was quite underwhelming for the GB Lions in saying that most players were. Oh, yeah, I think, I think Josh is right. It um, was unbelievable for Salford, wasn't it? That's what got him the, the man of steel. Salford based the team around him. He built up a good partnership with the 2 over here in the halves. I think he'll go all right at Wigan. I think he'll do well. Uh, I think Wigan need to build a squad around him though. but there's a lot more... Uh, it, with all respect to Salford, there's a, there's a, a bigger calibre of international players at Wigan. Uh, there's more superstars at Wigan than what there is at Salford, so it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Hastings gels into the team. Uh, as for his form for GB, Joshua's right. I don't think many players could, can be... Uh, f- completely proud of the way they performed on the lions tour. Um, it was very structured, I think, the way they attacked,
1: which isn't how Jackson Hasting plays, he very much plays off the cuff. He plays he, he plays what he sees to, whereas with Great Britain it looked like it was trying to stick to a plan every game and, and very, very you know, to, to to whatever Wayne Bennett has told them. Whereas at Salford you saw his flair and his attack and he was given the freedom to attack how he wanted to attack, which hopefully is what he would like to do with him and with the likes of Zach
0: Hardek and Beverman French playing alongside him you know, we could see a back-to-back Man of Steel winner. Maybe so, maybe so. Uh, Louis Banks says Hud's, Huddersfield, Wakefield uh, and Hulki are down the bottom uh, in 2020, but it may come down to who has the least amount of injuries. Good point. A good point. Injuries always play a part. Just... Hulki have got, I think, have got the biggest squad out of the three. I can't. Well, they signed harper Brothers, <laughs> but, I, they? I Yeah, they did, but I think I think Wakefield have got far more quality than what Huddersfield and Hull KR have got. Uh, when you compare the starting, well, seventeens on paper. Um, I think it's just Huddersfield and um, Wakefield. Uh, and Wakefield. Thinkers in me, I cannot see agencies are going from an NRL grand
1: finals with camera Raiders, playing week in week out. Yeah, I don't know how old he is, but he was still playing week in week out. What, you, what what do you reckon Salford will be like next year? It, it's tough because you go, you want, you're gonna want to compare them to 2019 with Jackson Hastings obviously next year they've lost a man like Jackson Hastings so it's for them it's who's next Jackson Hastings. Tulala here plays well now. Edwards he'll play well so they've still got you know the the big some big names there but they'll the Jackson the loss of Jackson Hastings I might prove too much. I don't think we'll see them in the grand final again. I don't think. We might. I don't think we'll see them in the top four again um, but I don't think they'll be struggling either I think they'll be with Ian Watson I think they'll be a solid side and I, I can't see Huddersfield down there because I cannot see agencies coming from the NRL to the Huddersfield Giants to be in the bottom two of the Super League I just can't see it happening but it depends again injuries Huddersfield have struggled with injuries over the past few years hasn't they it depends well, the, the youngsters a lot of youngsters stepping up uh, Macintosh stepped
0: up so like you said it's with injuries you never know what's going to happen to you. Turkey International, and Caesar as well. Uh, Leeds squad for 2020. Let's uh, have a preview on Leeds squad. They've now got 24 registered players uh, for the 2020 campaign. Uh, we've made a piece on it on loverbelieve.com, uh, how it's shaping up for 2020. Um, we'll just go through them quickly. This is how we think they'll start the season, uh, roughly. Squad numbers have yet to be announced. Uh, Greg McNally at fullback, Adam Ikson and Ryan Ince on the wings, Ian Thornley and Junior Sow in the centres, Josh Woods and Jared Summer in the halves, Mark Ione uh, and Tom, Tom Spencer at prop, Liam Hull at hooker, Jordan Thompson, Ben Halliwell and Danny Addict finish off the starting 13. Matthew Wilde, Andy Thornley, Sam Brooks and Nathan Mason on the bench. In the reserves and competing for spots in the first team will be Martin Ridyard, Ben Reynolds, Nick Gore, Liam Forsyth, Craig Mullen, Calenfield and Brad Holtroyd. It's a very strong team looking at that. It is a
1: very strong team. Uh, yeah. your, your, the biggest challenge was who you were at the full because obviously Craig Mullen can play fullback and he's got some pace, hasn't he? He's young. Um, so And, and the, the reserves there, I, I, as I mentioned at the start, I think they, they like to sign a lot of players in the same position. So if I hear in, the, in the hards, we've got Reynolds Samuel Woods and Midyard. So, two of them, all four could start in any Championship side, but two of them are going to be benched or reserves every week. And then in the centre, they've got Thornley, Sound, Mullen, Lee, and Again, two, all four worthy of starting in a Championship team, but only two can play. So, yeah. I don't, uh, that might bring the best out of it, in each other, but at the same time, there's going to be some quality players sitting, sitting in the reserves for them. So, a lead to loose final, possibly.
0: There you go. Possibly. Uh, Josh Wilson and Craig Mullen have joined Leon's season long loan from Wigan. Uh, Papua New Guinea duo Dion I and Jesse Joe Parker have signed new deals at Whitehaven. Uh, the Charles Cup first round draw takes place tonight at Doncaster-based club Bentley. Uh, that will be streamed on the BBC Sport website uh, from 6.30pm. 44 community clubs uh, will be in the hat for the first round draw. Uh, we've got a quiz on site as well. Can you name the previous thirty Harris Underwood Trophy winners? I found it very difficult. I'll give yourself a, a good pass on the back if you, if you, if you get hundred percent on that quiz. I will let you have your say as well as on site. Should the RFL give Wayne Bennett a new deal? We discussed that earlier on in the show. Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments below, please. Uh, but there's a lot of NRL news that's happening this week. Featherstone. Of have uh, given a new deal to Connor Curry as well. Uh, as well as the the, the league squad for 2020, we've also done a piece on how Toronto Wolfpack squad is shaping up uh, for 2020. They're of the, the first main season in Super League, of course. Uh, the squad numbers have yet to be confirmed, but they've also got 24 players in the squad. Uh, let's just go through the team. This is how we think they'll line up. Gareth O'Brien at fullback, Matty Russell, Liam Kerr the wings, Chase Stanley and Ricky Litelli in the centres, uh, jo- Joe Meller and Josh McCrone in the halves, Brad Singleton and Darcy Lussick starting at props, Andy Akers in at nine, Sonny Bill Williams, Boarding Thompson and John Wilkin in the back row. Subs is James Cunningham, Anthony Mullally. Andrew Dixon and Adam Sidlaw in the reserves competing for sports in the first team is Gavin Springer, Gary Wheeler, Blake Wallace, Haki Maloudi, um, Greg Worthington, Ryan Briley and Tom Olbison. Good squad. The thing It's was the a pretty good was, squad. It's just isn't it? Yeah.
1: Like it's, it's an older squad. It is an older squad, an experienced squad. Um, but the thing with the Toronto is it's not just the excitement they're going to bring on the field, it's the excitement off the field. It would be, be interesting to see the attendances. Compared to other home games for you know, the likes of Wigan League, just because of, as you say, Sonny Bill Williams. Mm-hmm. Because everybody wants to go see Sonny Bill Williams. If Sonny Bill Williams is playing near you, if you're a rugby union fan, it might even persuade you to go try it. It might not, but it might. It would be interesting to see the attendance differences for Toronto and other home and other other home games for clubs.
0: I, I think um, when Salford hosts Toronto at the AJ Bell Stadium, I think the attendance will increase by a couple of hundred people more. Because I think, sale sharks fans all not will recognise Sonny Bill's name or want to go and watch Sonny Bill Williams, and obviously because the the ground show sure, they, they play the same stadium, uh, I think South's game against Toronto will attract uh, some sale fans. They won't attract them all, but I think uh, some
1: some. will be a there couple of them, At the start of this, you linked Mike Smith. We didn't link, but you said. Possible move for Matty Smith is Toronto, but they've already got Blake Wallace in the reserves, who's True. proved to be a very good player, and he's he he fights for the first team. So it's it's, it's I, I well, just I can't, I just from can't from see Matty Smith, Matthew
0: Smith at anywhere because it's, it's so tough, that, isn't it? a lot of clubs have got I've already got the players in the position. So I don't I don't know what Matty Smith is going to do. To be honest with you, uh, Fiji international Suliasi will move to Rubinian. Uh, at the end of the 2020 NRL season so we will be playing for Melbourne Storm next season uh, Jason up signed a new deal with Whitehaven uh, we've got a piece on site um, top 5 international players of 2019 Jared Worry, Hager Eves of New Zealand is in the goal on site to, to find out the other 4, Catalan have signed Toulouse per uh, Jordan Desaria and Gavin Margarite uh, from Toulouse um, they, they both played for France at the World Cup nines uh, D'Azaria came through the system at the Dragons played a couple of games for the first team before going out on spells at Lee and to lose uh, but I'm quite excited by Ma- uh, Margarite, I think he could play a lot of games for, for the Dragons first team this season, he's a big unit scores a lot of tries uh, in the centre position, uh, I think he can be a good signing, Swinton forward Ben Austin has been forced into an early retirement, he's played 101 career games uh, but he's had to, to retire from the sport um, upon specialist me- medical advice uh, Catalans have released the 2020 squad numbers uh, I always love a twenty uh, a squad numbers piece Josh uh, uh, number 1 do, David Mead, 2 Lewis Tierney, 3 Lange 4 Willie Army, 5 Yaha 6 Maloney. 7 Drinkwater, 8 Casting 9 McAlorum. 10 Moa 11 Whitley 12 uh, joel somkins 13 garcia 14 Busquet, 15 simon 16 davis 17 julien 18 de costa 19 gudemond 20 alba 21 Seguier, 22 uh, romano 23 maria 24 Battier, 25 Morg 28 Cassiano, 29 Sam Tompkins. What a squad that on is on paper! There. Unbelievable, unbelievable. They just need to do the
1: same on the pitch and get inside a good form home and away. Mm. Tom now, da- is Tom Davies going to get
0: a few games? I think so. I think he could possibly get over Lewis Tierney on the wing. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how that works because obviously I think I think it was Tom Davies who got over Lewis Tierney on the wing at Wigan and that's why t moved to Catalan's, I know nice Tom moved cat. to Catalan's as well. Uh, Cameron King has returned to the NRL, Cronulla Sharks, so he's gone from Featherstone Rovers, so he's gone from Featherstone to the Shire of Carola. Um That is some move. He, he's got a good agent and all that. Uh, <laughs> we've got a piece on site, top 13 standout players of the 2019 NRL season as well, John Bateman included in that for his stellar year uh, uh, over in australia paper talk feature that's up that's on line as well is jamie ellis going back to hulkier uh sam to Lee, that's now been confirmed as well by the centurions and an over in-depth piece from zach holland it's on arthur Beatson, the first indigenous australian to captain his country we've looked into his career in good detail the latest are Diet is on site as well that that has gone down a treat uh, that went out last Saturday uh, we spoke to Great Britain and Warrington prop All uh, back raw uh, Joe Philbin on intermittent fasting uh, he doesn't eat until midday um, he just has a black coffee in the mornings. And uh, he speaks He speaks pretty highly of intermittent fasting to be honest And uh, he has meals at like, 4, 6, 8 o'clock for more info just uh, go on the arrow diet in partnership with Heaven and Health. Our, our latest player quiz is on Castleford's new recruit, Sasia uh, I don't think many people have got time to tell on that one. Jim's Messenger, uh, the journalist from the Lumber League, he's made it pretty hard. <laughs> That's the Sasia quiz. Um, and Toronto re signed 10 players uh, for the new Super League campaign. Uh, Adam Sidlow, Andy Akers, Liam K, Chase Stanley, Blake Wallace, Gary Wheeler and Garvin Springer have all agreed two-year deals with the Canadian club, while Haki Maloudi, Boring Thompson and Josh McCrone have all signed deals for the 2020 season. McCrone, I think he's believed to have taken um, a pay cut to remain with the Wolfpack. Spain head coach Darren Fisher as well has stood down as, as the national team's coach. Uh, for six years in charge, I think that is just about us uh, wrapped up Josh. It's been a good show this week, we've had yeah, a lot of comments. Of comments. Uh, Cameron Burkett replied to Louback saying you you were bob on regarding uh, Sinfield, it needs someone new with passion in the game and the teams, but he is a top walk as well. Uh, Josh Beckett says Chris Atkin will have a massive year for Salford in his opinion. Uh, of course, yeah, I he's obviously not as halves. big as as Jackson Hastings, but he thinks he'll make a difference. Uh, I think it, I, I think he'll have to buy his time though when trying to get trying to to get in over Kevin Brown and to be over here in the halves. Uh, but obviously, injuries always come at some point in the season. I think he will get his chance. He may he may be used as an impact player from from the bench. Josh also says he take Matty Smith up uh, he need, they, they need someone with experience in the halves. I think he'd be a perfect fit for for the Vikings but it's obviously whether he wants to to move from full-time environment to part-time environment whether he wants to move and drop down from Super League to Championship uh who knows but there does look to be a, a little gap in the the market for woodness uh getting a half back so we'll, we'll just see what happens it uh, we don't know we don't anything it's it's just pure speculation, speculation at this point but uh, it'll be interesting to see where Matty Smith ends up it's a well it's a, a little bit of a shorter lunch hour than usual we'd like to thank our partners heaven and health uh, they, they provide meal preps thorough believe but they also provide meal preps uh, just for your average joe just like me um go to heaven heaven-n-health.co.uk to order your meal preps they, uh, they give you one-to-one nutrition advice as well to suit your needs whether you want to be bulking you know, up whether you want to be losing weight or just maintaining a healthy lifestyle, thanks also to our betting partners, Betfred for always su- supplying the the best odds. Uh, so thank you to Heaven Health and Betfred. Uh, until next time, we- we'll see you next Thursday, uh, and that's it for now. Sports Social Podcast Network.